Hello and welcome to Policy Patrol with the Illinois Chiefs. I am Ed Wojcicki, your Executive Director, and it's Monday, January 31st, 2022. This is the first episode of our new podcast, and because it's the first, it's a work in progress. We believe it will be a great tool for sending high-level, legislative updates that you can listen to on your morning commute or while you go about your busy day. We will be sharing shorter legislative recaps and updates like today's episode and more in-depth episodes where we speak with special guests about the topics with the greatest impact on police in Illinois. And we'll be talking about more than just legislative issues as well. We'll give you an idea of what's going to be happening during the week. Today, I will start with what's been happening so far since legislators returned to Springfield right after the new year. Our big legislative so far of 2022, the House passed what we have been referring to as Trailer Bill 2 to the Safety Act on January 5th, and Governor Pritzker signed it two days later on Friday, January 7th. As a reminder, we have a fact sheet linked to our homepage of the website, that shows how the Safety Act was affected by this trailer bill. The Illinois Chiefs officially took a neutral stance on this one, but we did ask the governor to sign it once it was passed. A few areas addressed by this bill, which is House Bill 3512, are there is new language in the three-phone call law that allows for exigent circumstances. That was really important. Remember, when this went into effect January 1st, you had to have a policy on allowing three phone calls once a person is in the first place of detention after being placed in custody. But we didn't have that language about exigent circumstances because we all know things can come up that make it very difficult to provide the three phone calls. But we got that language in there for you, and so now you can revise your policy slightly. The trailer bill also moved the effective dates for all the new decertification provisions from January 1st until July 1st this summer. And that's important because we're all going to have to get ready for the new decertification and we're going to be providing some training on that. And speaking of training, uh, there's a lot of new training requirements in the Safety Act and those have also been moved to July 1st. So stay tuned. We have begun work on a third trailer bill to address the remaining issues with the law. We hope to address some of the vague language about mental health screenings and clarify those guidelines. We also want to address the issue of anonymous complaints and address the problems that they will cause. More information on that to come. While COVID is continuing to cause cancellations of legislative session days here in Springfield, We have remained busy and expect to continue at this pace throughout the spring. Keep in mind that the 2022 legislative schedule is already shortened with plans to adjourn on April 8th rather than its usual end date at the end of May. So they're cutting out almost two months of the legislative session this year. They claim to be in session the same number of days, but we'll see. We are tracking dozens of bills closely and setting our legislative priorities with input from our board of officers and all members. Earlier this month, we invited our membership to take part in an online discussion led by our legislative committee chair, 
Chief Mark Maton. If you were one of the 190 people on that call, thank you for being part of a very, very productive conversation. During our 90 minutes, we distilled a short list of topics we will be proactively addressing this spring, including operational changes to the Body Camera Act to eventually amend the 2015 law, how drones should be regulated so that you can uh, more possibly use them in your work, other anti-crime issues to address, hot topics such as pursuits and fleeing, carjacking, and more. Let me talk for just a minute about current priorities. As I said, our team has been tracking dozens of bills, and we have determined our position on some of the most relevant and pressing of these. Our website is updated, and you can find the position on all the bills we've taken a position on by going to the Legislative tab on our homepage and clicking on the link for 2022 Quick Positions on Bills. When it comes to the priorities, we're actually not going to be deciding those until after our big meeting on February 9th. So stay tuned for a Zoom link on that. And we are going to be having another membership-wide meeting to uh, talk about the current bills and set our priorities. There was a big hearing on the House Public Safety and Violence Prevention Task Force on Friday, January 21st. And we were asked to testify for an hour about preventing violent crime in our state. Thank you to President Chief Mitchell Davis of Hazelcrest, Legislative Committee Chair Mark Maton of Lamont, and Chief Kenny Winslow, newly retired from Springfield and now our Deputy Director here in the office, who all testified on behalf of our organization. They did an excellent job communicating on the issues that matter most to law enforcement. We're going to be publishing those notes and those ideas on our website very soon, so stay tuned. President Mitchell Davis introduced our association and spoke candidly about the challenges police face in our state. Here is a brief clip of Davis speaking in that hearing. Public safety and violence prevention are not a police matter. They are matters for all of us to address. Being pro-good policing should not be a bad thing. Being pro-community should not be a bad thing. There are members in policing that believe that the community should have nothing to say about what we do in our profession. Conversely, there are members in the community that want nothing to do with police officers of any kind. Both sides are entitled to feel the way that they feel. But until we are able to work together in spite of our differences, we will never fully reach our potential in equitably addressing the concerns of public safety and violence in all communities. He asked for local funding for our Illinois communities to rebuild decimated police departments and to attract quality law enforcement professionals, of which Illinois has many who we often lose to neighboring states. And they talked about the fact that officers are going to Indiana, to Wisconsin, Iowa, or Missouri. Chief Winslow talked about the record number of shootings and the increase in domestic violence, assault, and murders throughout the state. While he acknowledged that there is no one easy solution to address violent crime, he said it ultimately comes back to adequate workforce and resources to address what is happening in our state. He advocated for community-based programs 
tailored to local areas that would bring people together through outreach focused on mentorships, parental involvement, and youth activities. Maton said that there is a list of things that is dangerous about the profession, and there must be benefits to offset those risks. He asked that law enforcement be considered for Tier 1 pension again so that they can retire earlier with a good pension. But he acknowledged there are other incentives that could help with recruitment. Some potential ideas are forgiving student loans or offering new tax rates. Another solution, help bring back the nobleness of the professions. He reminded elected officials that they could do a lot with their platform to change the idea that lawmakers and law enforcement are at odds. I always want to end these podcasts with just a brief look at what to look for in the next week or two. There is a bill in a House committee this week on Tuesday that would end all red light cameras in the state. We've had a lot of discussion about this, and on the whole, while we know that there are issues with red light cameras, we oppose the bill to end red light cameras in the state. Why? Because we know that red light cameras are not used just to catch people going through red lights. They're used in your investigations. They're used to help solve crimes. They're used to figure out what really happened during an accident and so on. So we want this tool to be available to communities and for local communities to decide for themselves whether they want to use red light cameras. In other news, we are having conversations about Apostle Lobby Day in Springfield. We hope this can happen, but continue to pay close attention to what is happening with COVID. We would have to do it sometime in the next six weeks, and that's what makes it a little more problematic. The legislature is coming back this week, probably because the governor is having his State of the State speech and not so much for legislative action. With or without a Springfield Day, we will be recommending you all meet with the reps and senators in your districts, and we will prepare members with talking points and a list of the top issues this session. You know, that's one of the things that John Milner, our lobbyist, and I have been talking about now for years. I think, and we're going to continue to say it so that you understand how important it is, spending a few minutes with your legislators and your your reps and your senators when they're at home in their home district is probably a lot more valuable use of your time and their time than coming to Springfield. They have a little more time then, and they're going to pay attention to what you say. As a reminder, uh, we are hoping to have our public officials of the year chosen soon. Uh, We've had some good nominations, and and the Board of Officers is going to be considering them very soon. Finally, to wrap up this podcast, I just want to remind you that our All members are invited to a Zoom call on Wednesday, February the 9th, beginning at 9.30 a.m. to talk about all the new bills that have been introduced, what positions we're going to take, and what our priorities are going to be. This is always one of the most popular and informative meetings for all of our members, and so please do mark down February 9th, and even if you don't want to participate and share, you'll learn a lot. As always, Thank you for your work to keep our community safe. We are honored to be Illinois' voice for professional law enforcement. This is Ed Wojcicki signing off.